Can I put on your... Ooh. Yes, Zool. I found a BuzzFeed article full of pugs that look like Zool. What? Or not Zool. Um, the Gozer? The... Yeah, 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 Gozer. That's amazing. <laughs> it's pretty good. I, I don't think it was supposed to be. It was just like, cute pugs, but every single one Look looked like, like Gozer. Gozer. My girlfriend still hasn't seen that movie. What? Mm-hmm. We were go- Well, here's the thing. We we planned, we saw that it was being released to theaters again yeah. because of Ghostbusters 2. And no, we were Ghost- like, no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. We, no. Sorry. <laughs> Don't you, I'm going to say, first of all, I'm going to say this. Don't you sully the good name of Ghostbusters 2. And I don't say that lightly. And I know what people's reaction are going to be if this actually makes it in. We've been recording for five minutes without actually starting a podcast. That's because I'm still ordering my food. Yeah, hurry up. I don't know what I want. This is the longest cold open ever. (laughs) Ever. It's half the damn show. That's definitely going in. Um... But yeah, I mean, hey, Peter McNichol was in that one, and he was in Sophie's Choice. So if you don't like Ghostbusters 2, you're an anti-Semite. Yeah, pretty much. This is the temporary theme song for The Media Lunch Break. (laughs) I really should work on... This is now, I think, three weeks in a row that I've come over here to record... In, like, just a state of, like, fury and anger at no one in particular. Just, like, whirlwind rolling in and being like, what the fuck, let's just fucking record this. I really should come in with a better attitude. Nah. It makes for good good comedy. Are you still doing this? I, I've you used, figure I've used out a, what you want? Yeah, I oh, just okay. have to use a card that wasn't saved in here. Oh. Now I'm going to see if I got the zip code right. Oh, yeah. Probably not. Booyah. It's done? It's done. Oh, yeah, everybody. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, where we give you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich or maybe have some nice lo mein Mexican infusion, whatever. I am Chris Trebo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Booyah. Yeah. Oh, it's been a week, hasn't it? Um, this is coming it's, it's late. It's been like almost two weeks. Yeah, this is like <laughs> Tuesday, Newsday, recorded on Thursday, going out on fucking next Tuesday. Yeah, as you say, we'll be lucky if it goes out on yeah, Friday. Yeah, this is never gonna, <laughs> this is gonna be way late news. I still haven't, uh, I, yeah, we should start by having me apologize to the listener. <laughs> I I haven't even uploaded to YouTube yet. I put I cut awesome. everything down and yeah. I put it all. I was like I have to do this and I put it all up on uh, SoundCloud. So which it's, is it's disappointing on... because all of our listeners, all three of them, have come to expect nothing but absolute professionalism from from us. Have you confirmed a third listener? I like to think I have. <laughs> oh oh oh! Speaking of yes. Has your wife listened to this podcast? Oh, God, no. Okay, great. No. Just yeah. had to get that out of nope. the way. Nope. As always, my wife says she has said she will listen to the podcast. That is a lie. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you know my wife, don't tell her that I'm saying this. It's up to her to figure this out. She got into this mess. She's going to have to get herself out by actually coming through on her word. She's never going to do it. She's full of crap. That being said... Light of my life. Best decision I ever made. All right, let's get to the news. So, as always, Andrew, I have um, DC News and I have Marvel News. The choice is yours. Which would you like to start with, DC or Marvel? It's always a trick. I've even tried to anticipate that it's going to be a trick. Uh-huh. So, I've tried to guess Marvel or DC. Trying to get in the head of a madman. Just take a stab. If I stab you, will you tell me? <laughs> Probably not. Okay. Um... Star Wars. Too bad! I want to talk about Power Rangers! Do you have two, just in case I guess the right one? I might. I, I mean, I can always go to a backup, sure. Um, hey, a couple things happened with the Power Rangers movie. I don't know if you're even excited about this movie or not. I'm so disappointed. It's not Just gonna, that it's, it's happening it's at all? It's gonna be rough. Um, they, they came out with a bunch of character posters... Of them just sitting on the Zords. Yeah. It's Zords, right? Yep. I wanted yes. to say Zoids at first. Yep, I was like, that wrong. can't be wrong. That's, that's half of the name of a yep. squid-like creature from Futurama. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, no, they came out with these character posters. They look kind of they look 
not bad. They look all right. Oh, Jesus, who's calling? Who oh. could possibly be more Oh, it's a person that doesn't listen to the podcast. So, uh, yeah, they, they came out with the, the character posters. It's them. Have you seen them at all? Yeah, yeah. They're good. They're fine. It's fine. Yeah, they they it's... look like Iron Man Power Rangers. Yes, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, the Iron Man squad. The biggest news uh, that I really enjoyed is that Alpha 5, their robot right. sidekick... I can't even call it side. He's they're not a side ro- they're robot friend. He's, whatever. he's the guy in the headquarters who pushes all the buttons. And, yeah, it yeah. goes ay 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 in he a does. weird voice. It's going to be voiced by Bill Hader. He sure is. Is this perfect casting or the perfectest casting? This might be the perfect tourist. Casting. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> you know that Bill Hader was also the voice of BB-8, or at least spent he a lot was. Of time yeah, he helped. Yeah. He helped develop he some of the ben noise. Schwartz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just love the Bill Hader. I want Bill Hader from now on to just have the best assortment of robot characters oh, that sure. he voices yeah. for the rest of his life. Well, I he think he was great. also Fear in Inside Out, which was really good. He was Fear in Inside Out. I mean, he's going to be a great voice actor. I meant just robots and just making weird robot noises forever he's great yeah yeah it's gonna that's gonna at least be amazing um i don't know what it's gonna look like i don't know but i know what it's gonna sound like it's gonna sound amazing just like yeah yeah it's gonna sound just like alpha 5 yeah so that's at least good and you know bill Hader can come up with something that's gonna be pretty spectacular yes so if nothing else if everything else in this movie is absolute shit yeah then the, there's at least a silver lining like, all right, maybe Alpha 5 will pop up in a scene or two. Yeah, To definitely. just get us through this. Yeah. I mean, he might be a better voice actor than he is a comedian, which is saying a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's a funny, funny guy. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive. <clears throat> um, what do you got? You probably this week, by the way, have more news than I do. I might. Um, the very first thing I want to mention is, uh, I don't know if you've heard of a video game called Firewatch. It sounds familiar. Um, Firewatch. I, I take it upon myself to be the representative of video games on this podcast. Yeah, it's going to be the best. Yeah. So I've got a couple of things for video games. But the first one is Firewatch is a video game that recently came out by an independent development company okay. um, by the name of Campo Santo. They're really good. This game in particular is phenomenal. Have you brought up Campo Santo before? That sounds funny. Probably not. Okay. But I, I maybe have brought up this game on the podcast okay. before. What the hell was that? My TV was on. Okay. So I turned it off. Okay, good. Uh, Firewatch. <laughs> Firewatch is a video game about... I need food. Firewatch oh, is a video... Hot Firewatch is a video game about... Uh, you play a guy who um, oversees this national forest. And I think, uh, we, I think we talked about this Sounds intriguing night. already. It's really cool. So he... he the, the first five minutes of the game are you making decisions that the character has made throughout his life, starting from talking to the woman who will be his wife for the first time. Okay. And by the end of this choice-making series, your wife has been diagnosed with um, early-onset Alzheimer's, and okay. you have to decide whether she's put in a home or whether you take care of her. This is the first five minutes of the game. You you decide whether you're going to drunkenly walk up to this beautiful woman and try to sound masculine or right. try to sound sensitive. That's the first decision you make. Okay. And from then, she responds to you, and then it's like, fast-forward one year, you take her to either this spot or this spot and decide right. to propose. Is there any way that this doesn't end with you marrying this woman and her getting Alzheimer's though? Is no. it is it no, no, it's no, no. all That's, just guides its way right. to that end But it result. but it decides what kind of it, it eventually makes up what kind of character your character is through the rest of the game. Okay. So you make these decisions that are really interesting, including what to do when a mugger comes by both of you. Do you hand over your wallet immediately or try to scare him off? There's a bunch of really interesting stuff. Eventually the character decides I can't deal with life anymore. Ooh. And he just drops everything, moves out to the middle of nowhere, and becomes a, a fire, fire watch, watch. Yeah. Uh, in this uh, national forest. And what ends up happening throughout the actual game is you just start investigating things that start with like, hey, there's smoke coming up. Can you go check it out? Oh, it's just teenagers. But then you start finding like walkie-talkies and you hear scientists talking to each yeah. other about the forest and it turns out there might be some kind of weird conspiracy going on what the and the fuck? only two characters in it are you and a little robot friend voiced by bill Hader. close a woman on the other end <laughs> who's in another she, she you like you talk to this woman through a walkie-talkie and you're given choices to respond to her I mean, talking to a woman is like talking to a robot it if you is. ask my wife um go on 
Your wife would say that talking to yeah, a woman is... Yeah, well, then I would think, ah, fuck it. It was a bad... Just move on. So the the video game features... Um, the main character is voiced by Madman's Rich Summer. Um, okay. Oh, that's fine. No, no, no. I'm trying to picture him in my head. That's yeah. what I'm doing. He's... I wasn't, like, shrugging off yeah. the actor, Rich Summer. <laughs> I wasn't like, whatever. Fuck him and his stupid fucking voice. <laughs> that, like, I, I can't... I'm trying to picture who he yeah. is. But anyway, the real news of this... Okay, yeah. ...is that Campo Santo is teaming up with a uh, production company by the name of Good Universe to bring a movie about. Ooh. So they're going to make a Firewatch movie. That's interesting. Yeah. Now, I don't know if they're going to get... I mean, obviously, this guy from Mad Men has the chops. Right, um, because he was on Mad Men. Right. But I don't know if that means they're going to get him necessarily. I'm going to say no. Probably not. Probably not. But it's uh, hopefully... If John Hamm had voiced the guy, that'd be a totally different <laughs> story, and that's probably... Well, this this character requires a lot of physical um, ability as well. He He's, like, jumping over stuff, climbing mountains, jumping over ladders, right. climbing up rope. Okay. Um, so what you're telling me is it'll probably go to Chris Pratt. It could. Yeah. Uh, it needs to be someone a little older, though, because he's got to, you know, have a wife who develops Alzheimer's. Oh, we'll fix that. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's my piece of news. I'm really excited about that. That's basically it. Hopefully, uh, the, the news is that Campo Santo is working with this production company. So hopefully yeah. they won't deviate too much from the style. Yeah, yeah. But it's really more of a, like, it's not difficult. You don't get, you don't have, like, health points. You don't have attack right. or defense. You're just following this pathway on a map and trying to figure out what's going on in this Is town. it all, I mean, is it all kind of a decision? Is it, like, the L.A. Noir type of thing where it's all decision making? Not really. I it, mean, there's very little that? decision making. Okay. It's extremely linear. It starts off with that kind of mentality. And then throughout the game, every time you talk to the person over the walkie-talkie... You, you have just, a choice to make. Yeah, to say yeah, something. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't change the outcome, even short-term, okay. of the storyline. It's okay. just It just changes her response. Okay. And whether she likes you or not. Oh. Well. Um, but for the most part, it's like, go from point A to point B and see what X thing is. Oh, okay. And then once you get there, you tell her what you saw. And she says, wow, that's crazy. Maybe you should go from point B to point C. And then you go there. Oh. There's no way to lose, really. Nice. It's it's a fun game, though. And what platform is this on? Uh, I believe it's on a few. I think it's on PC. I played it on PS4. Okay. All right. Very cool. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, you know what? Speaking of Chris Pratt, did you see the... What is it called? I want to say prisoners, and that's not right. Passengers. Passengers. Did you see the trailer for? Pr- I sure did. Yeah, what do you think? Looks good. Looks really good. It does. I'm worried about it, but it looks very good. Worried how? I'm worried that there's going to be a huge twist, and that twist is going to be that Chris Pratt woke up earlier than she did, and that he woke her. That's up. the rumor that's going around. It's not a but- rumor because. They, that was the that was the plot that was yeah that, that's what I mean but that was that's the rumor that's going around it's that that's what it is and yeah. whether or not that's well and the trailer ends with him saying uh, I have something to tell you yeah. there's a reason or, there's a reason, reason you woke up yeah there's a reason we woke uh, doesn't he say no he, he, it's it's specifically about her like you you were woken up for a reason or yeah. you were, something like that I mean even I'll tell you what even if that's the twist I mean it sucks that it would have been ruined by yeah. internet people but. At the end if of the day. If that's a twist, honestly, that's a pretty good damn twist. I guess. I, but my thought, my thinking on it is, at the end of the day, if your movie is based on... If the quality of your movie is based on a twist, then it's not a good movie. No, but uh, I don't think that the quality of the movie is going to be based that's solely on the twist. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a good movie, it'll be a good movie regardless. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. So, cool. That's... Yeah. I'm, I'm for it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it looks good. It. I love both those actors. Um, yeah. Chris Pratt and uh, Jennifer Lawrence. She's yeah. fantastic. I, you know, I, I think a lot of the world is getting sick of her and i'm not yet i'm not either because she at least does enough things that are different from the last mm-hmm. thing that she did that yeah. it kind of creates a longevity yeah. hunger games one hunger yeah. games two exactly hunger games 3.1 hunger games 3.2 yeah yep you know exactly what i'm saying here. i do um yeah and chris pratt i'm slowly getting used to him to being a dramatic actor right i really i mean it doesn't look like there's going to be a whole lot of i don't uh, like it humor i i, I wish I wish it would be like a one for one type of deal. Like, let's do something really dramatic. I wish it was one for oh. I I love that man's humor. Oh, I do too. I don't. I've only seen him in Jurassic World and I was like, meh, it's fine. You've seen him in Guardians of the Galaxy. Well, no, no, no. I wouldn't call that dramatic though. Oh, you meant in a dramatic (laughs) role. Right, I've seen him in many, many things. But yes, the only dramatic role I've seen him in was Jurassic World. I mean, I haven't seen Magnificent (laughs) Seven yet. Me neither. I've heard it's... I'm worried. I'm going to see it. Here are the things I have to see. That movie... That I don't even yes, know. Yes, I know what you're talking about. That movie. Have you seen it? 
Yeah, it's... What did you uh, think of it? Uh, it's okay. Yeah? Um, it hinged on a twist, so it wasn't that good. Uh, yeah. What was the twist? Spoiler uh, alert. Spoiler alert. For all of you who haven't seen the movie. Yeah, for all of you who haven't seen the movie that's out right now, the, uh, the twist is they were all dinosaurs in disguise. See, I thought she was actually going to turn out to be a woman. Hmm anyway what movie is this this movie that might not even be out anymore i thought it was still coming out but it's been out for like a month and a half <clears throat> i don't remember the name of it but it's got meryl streep and the guy from um ricky and the flash <laughs> that came out a long time ago the the guy from uh he plays moist in dr horrible he's also in um that show that oh oh seen. the um with hugh grant yes uh about the bad opera yeah, yeah, singer yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, i, yeah. I want to see that mostly because my girlfriend really wants to see it but it, it does look pretty good <laughs> well and i take her to i don't want to see it so much as the woman wants to see it so <laughs> well, i'm gonna go i always with feel her. that too because i'm like every month i'm like we have to see this movie and yeah she's like, okay I, my, I know i'm the same way and she's i'm like don't you want to see this movie it's so amazing and she's like i mean yeah, whatever yeah. i so just want to go out the other two movies i want to see apartment. snowden has been out for a little while yeah it has that and magnificent seven i'm so a huge fan of that storyline oh, in okay. every rendition like i loved the original magnificent seven as well as akira kurosawa's seven samurai right. and uh pixar's bug life and yeah. the, th- the three amigos right <laughs> so how bad would this version of magnificent seven have to be to ruin that storyline for you to ruin the storyline yeah, for me yeah, yeah not even for me to think it's a bad that is that this no no no. i mean how bad would it be to ruin like all of the iterations that you've seen uh, and just ruin the storyline Uh, I'm trying to think of an like actors that could do that. Okay. Because I'm oh 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 I know and actually it may have already happened. Okay. But I haven't seen it yet. Okay. I was going to say it would have to have like it would have to star Adam Sandler and his cast of flunkies that are always in his movies. Oh, but you mean the Netflix movie? Exactly. There yeah. you the, go. The serious six or the stupid six or the stupid ass fucking piece of shit movie. I think that was the working title. <laughs> yeah. All right. Good to know. Good to know. So, uh, I've got a thing. Yeah, you've got a thing. Because you talked about passengers. Yeah, I did. I I lost track. And then you asked me a question that doesn't count as my news item. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) So, Kevin Feige has reported that Stan Lee has already filmed his next four cameos. Yeah, I saw this. Okay, so I'm trying to think. So, is he, first of all, is he counting... Doctor no, Strange. He's no, not. He's because not, right? because this just happened recently, so yeah. the odds of it being Doctor Strange, which comes out in like a few months, is pretty. It's pretty slim. unlikely. Okay, yeah. so that would mean both Avengers movies could be. What else? Uh, well, you're don't, Thor Ragnarok could be. Don't forget about the TV series. Yeah, but he, if you notice, he doesn't really actually cameo on those. To, sure, but to be to fair, did you, did you see? Did you read the actual? quote from feige no i didn't he said um oh yeah you know it was great he came down to our studio in atlanta and we filmed his four cameos in his next spots or whatever it was great you know he just stood in a window over there stood in a doorway over here it was a good time so i don't i don't know that it's it sounds like he was just modeling yeah i think and this i think this is also the rumor of a lot of other people too so i'm not going to take credit for this but it's totally my original idea you think he's playing the fantastic four (laughs) i mean it couldn't get much worse why not he's gonna make a great suit those are his four cameos yeah um he's just (laughs) flame on just amazing that's it call me mr fantastic yeah also, the worst Stanley impressions. Both ever. of ours. Both of them together and separate. Um, Excelsior. That's pretty good, but that's as long as you say that word, that's pretty yeah, much it. That's true. Um, I think he. They're just gonna like. They're just gonna like do twenty of these things for when he dies. For when he dies. Yep. Because I listen. I I'm gonna say this, and I don't want him to die, but he's like ninety, going on a thousand years old. <laughs> He's gonna be dead soon. Yeah. Again, I'll say this again, He's in internet. Great shape. I don't want Stanley. We're gonna to knock die. on wood. That's I'm saying on. he's going to very soon. Yeah. But so that's what I, I mean. Marvel's got to be like either that or this is it, it's got to be two things. Either a they have to film a bunch of them just to cover for like many many movies afterwards, yeah. or b they got to know some way to like wrap these cameos up. Yeah. Into some sort of... Because honestly, I was thinking about it, and all these cameos are, are really fun. They're always cool, and they're always neat, and you're always looking for them. Yeah. Um, 
And they're not always so like, oh, like right in your face. Yeah. So and they're well, re- even when they are, they're like a second. But they're and fun. You're like, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're really fun. And so my thing is like when he dies, mm-hmm. and they're all of a sudden just not there. Yeah. That feels really unsatisfying to me. Well, the because room- there is kind of that. There is this weird through line with all of the movies. And yeah. so if you just all of a sudden you have like three phases of movies, and then it just ends yes well this weird the rumor is that they're gonna have someone replace him so if they get someone who's equally as iconic who who I, is equally as iconic as stan lee he literally created like half of the universe that they're using yeah but that's the thing so you could get someone else that is equally iconic who isn't a behind the scenes man yeah but that but then it's just weird like to me then it's just a weird thing of like we gotta shoehorn in some sort of inside joke cameo could be whereas like the stan lee thing was kind of inspired yeah it's like this is the creator of pretty much all of the characters you're sort gonna of. meet through all these movies sort, sort of. of yeah i'm not saying like <laughs> he sat in a room and literally well, just solo well, and this. i was gonna say depending on certain court trials yeah exactly <laughs> but for better or worse yeah. he like had a hand in almost all of the the characters yeah. that we've well, you know seen. i keep getting worried too about john ratzenberger and pixar movies i'm like that man is gonna go soon John, oh yeah 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 because he's in all the pixar movies yeah he is and he's it's but, amazing he's made it this far yeah looking at that man but that's what i mean it's like there's there's these certain staples of the yes they're inside jokes and yeah. yes they you know they don't really serve any of the storylines right but there is kind of a storyline going on in sure. some sort of capacity with all these movies what do you think about the theory that he's the watcher i think it's a great theory and i i think if marvel is not doing it they should do it do you i've i had a theory I didn't have a theory. I had an idea that in the last of in Ultron, mm-hmm. um, Tony has that weird vision of the future yeah. where all the blah 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 blah, and so it's like that's inevitably gonna happen. And I think he was dying or something. I don't know. Uh, it was a weird I thing. mean, it wasn't a vision of the future. It was. It was, it was a vision. It was some sort of weird vision. I'm right. Well, it was. It was planted in his head by the Scarlet Witch to make him right do it. Like it was. It was not necessarily. It I was don't not. Think a, it was, yeah, it was not a prophecy, but it was right. a. It was a weird image. Of, yeah. So I was thinking, like, the, at that moment, I thought, you know, what would be great is at the end of the um, Infinity Wars. Infinity Wars. If at some point he is like near death. Yeah. Because it seems to all be kind of riding on him. Like the whole universe. The whole... Right. Because it's least, all started with him. And, and also in his mind, it certainly his mind. is. Yeah. yeah, it's on his shoulders. But if at some point during the battle, he like gets knocked out or something. Or hurt tremendously. And it looks like he's going to die. And he kind of whites out. And he kind of comes to... And he... It's almost like... I think I've said this to you and you're like, that's ridiculous. But he has... A conversation while he's unconscious with what seems to be God. But God is played by Stan Lee. So there's this interesting omnipotence of kind of the same way um, if anyone's read Animal Man, Grant Morrison wrote himself into his own run of Animal Man. And I was like, that'd be really cool. But then that's it. Then it all culminates into like, it turns out the biggest Stanley cameo is Stanley cameos as God for his own characters. And then that's the last time you see Stanley. Yeah, I think I remember ridiculing you for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's something, I mean, that's a half-baked idea, sure. but it's something like that where I would love to see him play some sort of omnipotent character right. for a full scene with actual dialogues yeah. where he interacts with one, if not more than one of his characters. That's a good idea. And then that's it. And then no more after that. And Stanley is retired from being the cameos. All right, that's pretty good. The second half of my uh, my news for that is that Los Angeles um, hailed October twenty eighth as Stanley Day. Great, great. I think they should have. I think San Diego should have a Stanley Week. San Diego should. It yeah, does not. It does not. So get it does on not it. Have a day. San Diego. Los Angeles does. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying with the Comic Con thing. That would San make Diego, sense. Wouldn't keep it? up. I I think. First of all, it's a little surprising that they've done this and he hasn't died yet. So, <laughs> but secondly, it seems a little strange that L.A. is doing this. Well, right? I think in the last recent years, L.A. has gone, Hey, Stan Lee, thanks for making us a ton of money. Did he? Oh, I guess the Hollywood movies. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, You know all the movies that everyone has been talking about and going to see, and you and I have basically started a podcast just to talk about those movies? 
To be fair, we say comic book and geek before movie, so... Yeah, but who are we kidding here? (laughs) Um, But I think LA's like, hey, Stan Lee, you finally came around and made us a boatload of money. We're going to give you a day. Um, But that's cool. Cool. Good on him. Yeah. Good on you. So what have you got? Um, In other Marvel news, did you hear about um, Cumberbatch saying that... uh, Stephen Strange is going to be in. I think he said. I think they equated it to Avengers three, but he's definitely going to. Well, I think sure. he's definitely going to be in. A, oh yeah, that would be Avengers three. Are you sure you're not thinking of Thor Ragnarok? Because there, no. there was something. There was an image that came out that he will probably be in Thor Ragnarok. Really? Yeah. Well, I, uh, someone took a shot on set a few weeks ago of. Chris Hemsworth on set holding a card and looking around like a business card uh-huh. and the business card has the address of Stephen Strange. How does how you can see the yeah. address on the card? Yeah, someone took like a really good high resolution photo behind him. They're they're like 10 feet behind him or something. Oh, I thought they were like from up in like no, the no, stands no. or something. No, but he's definitely I mean, we I think we'd all kind of like figured he was going to be in there, yeah. but I think he just confirmed I mean, it. they're trying to figure out how to get the defenders in there too, yeah. you know. And they're they're going to try and put everybody um, in there. But they just I think this is the first he is really confirmed mm. like, "Hey, They've been because he said something about uh, to get us all together will be quite something. This, that's why um, this character is being introduced to open up the next chapter. Now, do you think, from what I read from this, that also means then he will join the Avengers post Infinity War? I think and uh, I hope. I think honestly, it's got a pretty good chance, and by pretty good, I mean fifty fifty. Okay, but I hope. He ends up being the leader of the Defenders because that's who he is in the comics. Yeah, but the Defenders are the Netflix series, right? Right. Yeah, so that's not gonna... Could be. I mean, some of those guys are kind of famous people. Yeah, but they're fa- I would say that they're kind of famous for being on the Netflix show. No, no, no. Like Charlie Cox is a movie star. This He's been in movies. Stardust. I... He's the lead. When was Stardust made? Exactly. And then he was in The Theory of Everything, but not star... I mean, he was was, in it. Yeah, it was was a starring role. It was not a starring role. Yeah, that's what they call that now. There's, like, something... It's not supporting anymore. They, like, featured. So now that he would have gotten... No, I would say he's supporting. He's supporting. I thought they no longer have supporting. Isn't it featured? No, it's supporting. There's featured, then there's supporting. I think I'm thinking of the Tonys. Maybe. But there, I mean, featured is a thing, but featured is much smaller. Like, if you're, if you have a one scene, that's featured. I would still say he's a lead. He's one of the main characters. Like, they go off for like 30 minutes in a love triangle. Right, but he's a support, like, he comes in halfway through the movie and then is not in every scene. Yeah. So that, to me, is support. The point is... (laughs) He's not a movie star. I'm not saying he shouldn't be a movie star. I'm not saying he couldn't be a movie star. I'm saying at this juncture, he's not a movie star. I think that... the We just went off on a whole thing. So Doctor Strange is not going to be part of the Defenders. But I know the plan... I hope he is. I, I mean, that would be amazing. I mean, they could even do something like... If Benedict Cumberbatch is like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. They could just have something happen where he's like, I am going to put my brain in another person using magic. Because he's magic and he can do anything. And then they just get like some random TV star like John Hamm and have him be Doctor Strange Come, for the Okay, Defenders. first of all, <laughs> now I'm picturing John Hamm with Doctor Strange facial hair. Listen... <laughs> Honey. <laughs> and he's just drinking it. Just It's Dr. Listen, Strange, sweetheart. but drinking a scotch. Yeah. It'd be amazing. <laughs> I can't imagine what could go wrong with that. That's going to be fin- fantastic. Um, no, I mean, the, the idea has always been that you have the Infinity War, and then these Avengers are going to go away because they're big, big-time movie stars. And, and old. they're worth buco buco bucks, and they cost a lots of money. And RDJ's getting a cut. And RDJ is getting some gray in the temples mm-hmm. and he's getting some too much dollars in the bank account they can't really afford him anymore that's not true that is a hundred percent true no it's not they can't afford him they anymore. can't he every time he does one of these things it's like 50 million dollars or something you know how much money those movies make yeah but 50 million of that goes to rdj so yeah. take out that chunk um it's just a lot of money for them whereas but here's the thing about Marvel is that, yes, they make a billion dollars, but they're going to make a billion dollars because Marvel's name is on it. Uh, hey, listen, 
I think that I think it, more than fifty million of that billion dollars comes from people who are like, yeah, RDJ. Yeah, but I think that they're gonna the over under of how much money they spend on their star power compared to how much money they can make just with somebody else. I think they're trying to. I mean, uh, the other thing is an Avengers movie costs a lot of money because it's not just RDJ who is the bulk of that. Yeah. But also now... It certainly was. Certain... Yeah. Like, but, the, by the first Avengers movie, definitely. But I think, you know, now Captain but that, America... But that's what I'm Winter saying. Soldier, is that, is that That's what I'm saying. Is that RDJ still costs a boatload of money. Yeah. Now so does Chris Evans. Yeah. Now, I mean, in sm- Chris, slightly smaller regards... Well, so Chris, like, Chris Evans was in Snowpiercer as well, which did very well. Right. Yeah. And and Captain America has taken off beyond what yeah. they ever could Mark imagine. Ruffalo is a, a household name now. Mark Ruffalo is. Scarlett Johansson. Chris Even Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Renner who yeah. only shows up for the Avengers mm. like it's still like yeah, you still gotta pay me a good bit of money to yeah I show think it's like 10 mil thing. or something but it's still like yeah. all of that stuff adds up yeah. so I think the idea has always been okay after the Avengers plus after a while they don't want to do it either right. then they're just doing it for the lots of money right. and it's not and it's not productive for anybody Correct. so the idea has always been okay we're gonna sew up these Avengers and be done with them for a little bit and then we're gonna bring in a new team that's why we're introducing Scarlet Witch Vision um uh Falcon. Yeah. Doctor well, yeah. Strange. Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man. They're gonna they're gonna put all these people together and that's gonna be the new Avengers. Yeah. I mean certainly. Yeah. That was that was the tease at the end of Ultron, right? Where uh, the very yeah. the very last Because everybody is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why we haven't seen the Avengers really since yeah. then. Yeah. Um so I mean there's gonna have to be a point in in Avengers fin- in Infinity War that yeah. they're gonna have to assemble they're gonna bring the band back together type of thing they have to yeah well and i like too they've opened it up with civil war to make it so that they can either eliminate all the old fogies yeah and just bring up the new guys or they can, can split it in half yeah we can have a mishmash of whoever the hell we want right yeah. well or, or yeah you can either have captain america's team or robert Downey jr's team right which really not tony gonna, stark they're robert, just, robert Downey jr yeah yes absolutely um yeah, so that's, I mean, like I said, we all kind of knew it was coming, but it was nice to finally get, like, an official yeah. official word on it. Hey! We got some food! I like how this has now become a regular thing on the podcast. We just wait for the delivery guy to get here. You want a Pepsi? I got a bunch. You know what? I'll take a Pepsi. Yeah. This is going to be a nice little plug for Pepsi, right? <laughs> Oh, listen to that nice, crisp sound. Okay. What do you got? Uh, oh, is it me? Yeah. I had the Feige has... Uh, no, I did the Cumberbatch... I, uh, it's Avengers the same thing. piece of news. Hey, right, fine. Whatever. No, I want to go. What yeah, are you trying to you cut should in go line? because I only have Just one Just anyway. That's what I said. Yeah. Just fucking go. <laughs> uh. So the, the British city... This is some Pokemon Go news. Jesus. And I'm always really happy. About I love that there's. I love that there's still Pokemon Go news to be had. There's been a ton of updates, but I'm not. I'm not going to talk about that. What Go I'm going to tell you about is a little piece of news that comes to us all the way from the uh, all the way. It's a little piece of news that comes to us all the way from the British city of Holland on Sea. Oh, I know. I've heard of this city actually. I have not. It's a tiny little podunk city yeah. on the beach. I'm sure Jerry, Ricky Gervais has said it one time, and that's, that's how I know it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this father and son team of Pokemon catchers, yeah, decided to take a vacation, and they're going to go to Holland on Sea, yeah, and they're going to catch some Pokemon. But they had a problem. They didn't know how Pokemon spawn in the game. In the game, the where you go. <laughs> Uh, not reproduce. Oh, never mind. Like spawn. It's a video game term. It means where you where you pop up or sure. where they pop up. Sure. So anyway, like respawn. When Is you this die, gonna you end respawn. in some sweet, sweet Pokemon porn? Oh no. Oh well then I'm less interested. Keep going. Rule thirty four does not exist on this podcast. All right. So they went to this town. Yep. And they didn't realize that Pokemon Go the Pokemon in Pokemon Go spawn based on cellular activity. So, the, so that's why, like, New York City, Chicago, L.A., Have these so are many great Pokemon. places to play at. Right. Um, the middle of buttfuck Michigan is not such a great place, as I found out recently. But, for those Fuck of you Michigan, listening, that's what I, said. I do love buttfuck Michigan. It's a great little town. There's some nice B&Bs there. I believe it's pronounced buttfois. Uh, yeah, I believe so. It was, it was settled by the French, coming yep. in from Canada. Yep, Canada. And, uh, it's Montreal. A, yeah, so while you're not going to find a lot of Pokemon there, there's some really nice antiquing. Go on. 
Is antiquing a sex term? I think it is. No, it's just talking about That's some nice butt, antiquing. Butt like you go to Buttfuck, Michigan. Michigan, and you go into a store, and you look to see what old pots they have, and see if there's some nice picture frames. Why are you going to make everything dirty? God. So Why are you going to put down the quaint, wholesome, God-loving Christian town of Buttfuck, Michigan? Andrew? My apologies to the good... <laughs> Citizens of Buttfuck, Michigan. Fuckians, I believe they're called. <laughs> Buttfuckians. Buttfuckians. Buttfuckers. Yes. Yeah. You're all good people in my book. Go on, Andrew. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. So, I like this story because it sounds like it's not going anywhere. <laughs> you okay there? You yeah, laughing at your own going. joke? Just keep going, yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh... But yeah, so they, they found out very quickly that there were basically no Pokemon in this small city. Yeah. So what do you think they did? You think they went home, they they were like, ah, oh, it's fine. We can just share a nice father-son time together on the beach. Hells no. Nah. They contacted their local government <laughs> to complain about the Pokemon oh spawns. God. And the, the government had to release a statement to the public. They had to look, they had to contact Niantic, the company that makes Pokemon Go. And I mean, I guess they didn't have to, but that's what they ended up doing. No, no and Niantic they responded didn't have to them and said, actually, it's based on cellular activity. And the government was like, sadly, there's nothing we can do for you, sir. Uh, sadly, there's nothing sad about that. Yeah. The only sad thing was that a father and son decided to spend their time trying to catch on the beach on the beach trying to catch pokemon and that ruined their beach trip yeah yeah (laughs) oh man i will say there there was one time this is the first time ever that i wanted to have been playing pokemon go this past so the reason i i couldn't record earlier this week is that i was in dc i was in washington dc Mm. And uh, we got a tour of the Capitol building. Oh, cool! And so with it, we got um, passes to go to the to the gallery of the Senate floor and the House floor. And it's the only time I kind of wanted to play Pokemon Go and see if there were literally any Pokemon on that there floor certainly were. of the House of Representatives and the floor of the U.S. Senate. What What do you think they do there? That's what I assume that yeah. it's going on. Catching, I, uh, from now on, I sat in there and I thought about that. And I was like, from now on, I'm going to watch C-SPAN and just see if I can see any of the... the someone on C-SPAN... I don't know if, you, if you're referencing that right now. It doesn't sound like you are. But someone on C-SPAN called someone out for doing it during a meeting. Are you serious? Yes. That's amazing. So, well, and I don't think it was... I don't think the person confirmed or denied it. But he was like, are you playing Pokemon Go right now? And the guy like sort of looked up and then went back to what he was doing. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah I am. Yeah. Shut up, I'm trying to catch this Pikachu. Whatever. We're fucking Congress. We're not doing anything right now. Let's do it. Whatever. <laughs> so what have you got? Um, uh, This is the last thing. I, I don't know why I end on this because it's actually not that exciting. But All right, I've got, I've got some stuff after this. All right, this. cool. Um... So, this is my last thing. John Favreau, um, on the success of The Jungle Book. Yeah, is this one of yours? Nah, it was, I mean, it was, it's pretty good. Yeah, it was one of my small ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, John Favreau, on the success of The Jungle Book, is going to do the same thing yep. to The Lion King. It sure is. This is a, now, this is obviously a long, um, another movie in a long line of them bringing their animated classics to real life they, yep. like i said we got um cinderella already we got um uh, the one i just said the jungle book um the little mermaid is coming out beauty which and the beast is coming and out. beauty and the beast is coming out i'm kind of interested to see the little mermaid as a live action i'm kind of interested to see what they do with that beauty and the beast man, oh, i'm, I'm very interested to see I mean, the cast alone of Beauty and the Beast. The cast alone of Beauty and the Beast is really good. Ian McKellen as one of them. Cogsworth. The clock. Is he the clock? Or is he the... Yeah. He's the the clock. Uh, Ewan McGregor is the candlestick. Correct. Okay. And it's also got um, Josh Gad as uh, LeFou. I mean, that's going to be fantastic. That's going to be really good. And uh, Emma Watson, of course, as Belle. She'll be good. I have confidence in her. I've heard she's fantastic in it. Some people have seen early parts of it. Yeah, I I mean, I think these are actually really cool. Uh, I think it's one of those concepts on paper. When I first heard it, I was like, come on, this is just a cash-in. But they've done some really... I mean... They, I didn't see it, but my wife did, and she seemed to really like Cinderella. I mean, that was Kenneth Branagh doing it. But um, I am interested to see The Little Mermaid. I do want to see how they do that. Yeah. 
Um, that's going to be the first one that really delves with... I mean, Beauty and the Beast obviously has some magical elements to it, but that's going to have some really interesting... Like, how do you CGI. balance the CGI of the mermaid world with the thing? So I'm interested to see that. This is exciting because, I mean, obviously Favreau can do it. He did this almost exact thing yeah. with one human. Yeah. Now we're just taking that... Now we're taking, no offense to the kid, the one kind of weak leak out <laughs> and just doing the straight line thing, yeah. which is going to be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited about that. Uh, most of do, social media is shitting themselves yeah. over it. Do you get James Earl Jones again? Oh. I mean, because here's the thing. The first instinct to say, no, let's do it all new voices. Is it? Like, I feel like the first instinct but is to say But at yes. the same time, like, how do you replace that voice? Yeah. yeah. See, that's the that's the thing. Is I feel like the first instinct is actually to say yes... And then you're like, ah, we should open the door. What if we want to make a sequel and he's getting kind of old? Cause, okay. Because that's sort of what they did with the original. Yeah, I'm going to pitch this. If you could decide to go all new voices, instead of James Earl Jones, Morgan Freeman. Seems like an even swap. Uh, but I can't imagine another, like... He just doesn't quite have the... Gravitas? No, no. He, he has the he has He has both of those. There's a there's an urgency that is missing from his voice. I've never heard yeah, Morgan Freeman okay. be urgent. You know? What do you think? Uh, Denzel? No. Idris Elba? No. Idris Elba is Scar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be real good. Um, I, I actually think Morgan Freeman as young Simba would be pretty good. Young Simba? Yes. <laughs> I think that'd be great. Small child. That's fantastic. I think Morgan Freeman is the bird. <laughs> His name is Zazu. Oh, of course. Yeah, I'm sorry. Do you, do you, so I'm you, sorry do, we, we, I didn't show respect So you're not, you're not worried that they're going to take this beloved movie that all of us remember in our heart of hearts for making us weep uncontrollably for the first time in our lives and ruin it for us? I mean, isn't that what Hollywood's job is? No, I mean, most of the time they do a pretty good job. Of ruining all of our movies. No, no, no. When they remake stuff, for the most part, it's pretty good. No, I this one I actually have a good, like, a strong feeling about. I yeah. mean, you have a solid director. You obviously have John a solid Favreau's story. Magnificent. You, John Favreau is a fantastic director, so yeah. I have confidence in that. I'm interested to see who if he gets just the same cast again, because he always works with the same people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm inter- interested to see in what way he shoehorns in RDJ. I would actually really like to see... The same cast come back for the most part. Like you could get just Jer- like Jeremy Irons as Scar and get James Earl Jones. You could. I mean, that's the one trap of this is like the voice acting in that was really good. The only person you could not get is Rowan Atkinson, who originally played Zazu, and that's because he has said in interviews many times that that is the worst thing he's ever done in his career. Um, I mean, you also probably couldn't get Jonathan Taylor Thomas. You probably could. Listen, let's. Can we just dwell? For okay. A, wait, wait. No. 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 Can okay. we just dwell for a second on the fact that Rowan Atkinson, Mister Bean, said that. The Lion King was the worst thing he ever did. Yeah, that's a that's an odd choice for you there, yeah. Rowan. Um, what about this? Yeah. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, but now as the older... No, I don't want a minute. No, 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 let me finish. But now as the older... No, I don't want a minute. No, hold on, no, let me finish. Now as the older Simba. It's exactly what I was going to say, great. but I wanted to finish my That's sentence. actually a great idea. It is, right? Yeah. There's a nice... No! Get him the fuck out of this movie! Why? Why would that be what so bad? What was the last thing he did? The Lion King? I don't know. Yeah, nothing. Huck and... Get uh, him out. Huck. And Tom, or whatever it is. Look, no, get him out of my movie. I don't... He's, he, he hasn't was, been in your movies. Relax. He was the weakest link... In what? That movie. The Lion King? Yes. In what way? In what way is there a weak link in The Lion King? You could really get everybody back. I was just thinking about Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, you, you could. could totally t- oh, yeah. Back. I mean, th- this is. I guess. Who do you uh, get for Timon and Pumbaa? Josh Gad as Pumbaa. Yeah, but I don't know if he has that. Like, like the beautiful thing about. I feel bad because I don't know this guy's name and I can't remember it now. The guy who played Pumbaa is that he had that like deeper voice, and yeah. Josh Gad has a higher voice. He could almost be a good Timon. He could. The sad um, part is that they usually like to cast people who sort of look like the characters. Because, like, that's what Jungle Book basically Seth was. Seth Rogen you know? for Pumbaa? That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why we're spending so much time yeah, casting matter. this movie that is so far out. It doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, that's a tough one. I'll tell you what. If anyone's actually out there listening in the void, hit us up on a Twitter yeah. or a Gmail or something. Send us Comment on YouTube. Think. Yeah, anything. 
Yeah, I want to know. I'm kind of curious on what's people's the, thoughts. Yeah, what's, what's the cast for Lion King? Yeah. What's your, like, perfect lineup? Yeah, I think that's And it. don't just put the same people as in the last yeah, and one. Don't, yeah, don't be like, oh, the last one's a classic, just get everybody back. Because that's what we would do. Because that's what we would do. And we're the lazy ones. Are you okay? You guys, I'm, like, about to burp and I'm trying not to do it on air. <laughs> we're the lazy ones. We get to do that. You do the work. Yeah. Right? We put this together. It's time for you to step up and... Do your end of the bargain, listeners. And I don't mean just listening. Go on. What? Was, that, was that your last one? I'm having a stroke. Just keep going. No, okay. Was that your last news? Oh, yeah, that's the that's last. That's, I'm out. I'm out. All right. So uh, let me see what my next one is. Oh, I want to save that for the, the last. Ooh. The Advertising Standards Authority of Europe has launched an investigation into the video game No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah. I love stories about this video game. It gets more fascinating... It's something about this feel like you always come up with a new story, and it feels kind of like we have exclusives on this. <laughs> We're like we keep scooping this. Or it's something. such a good arc. Like it this really just is. keeps going. They're they're looking into. I mean, there's not much they can do to right. them. It's not like a police. You know, they're not gonna like put them in jail or find them or anything. No. At worst, I think what's going to happen is hey, shape up your stupid game, idiots. Not, no, not even. I think because it, it's not even about the game. It's the advertising standards authority. So they're they're investigating right now to see if they made promises that were not kept. Um, enough to justify some action being taken. So what the the worst case scenario, or maybe best case scenario for the the players is um, is that they will if they find something was something shady went down, right. they'll just take down their advertising from like Google or other websites. What? Or so what's the issue? What is the exact issue? The issue is that many people have complained, and this is only in Europe. So like it's only going to affect people Who in Europe. Cares about Europe. Um, that's true. <laughs> I don't think we have any listeners in Europe, so yeah, fuck yeah, them. Fuck them. So not like the good people in but, but fuck Michigan. Michigan. God bless you, folks. Go and on. you're antiquing. We um. We, so so they. So they uh, the the idea was that people sort it's sort of like the Better Business Bureau, but it's its own different sect, right? right so right, if, you, right. if you have a problem in America with a business, you go to the Better Business Bureau. Have and will again. Yes. So these people, gamers in Europe, have complained that they promised a number of planets that were not there. Yeah. They promised that the planets would be a certain size. And they're not. That you'd be able to... And that the advertising promoted certain things. For example, there are spaceship battles in the commercials. You can't do that in the game. There's stuff Why like... Why can't you? Because they don't shoot. You can't... You can't... Oh, there's, really? There's nothing... You just fly around and go from it's an exploration game so like there's there's no way to do that Uh, stuff like um there there were hints that animal life would be much more intuitive than it is it's sort of just on a like an algorithm that just is like i eat now oh something's approaching i'm gonna fight it as opposed to like real interaction like fight or unique interaction um there's a bunch of other stuff being being talked about as well that just promises weren't kept you know so now they're looking into what was said and if and how much of those did not come true and if it's worth taking action i if okay mm-hmm. what is the outcome like what is the end game for this whole thing um it is it's not that they will say hey you have to shape up your game but it's that future games won't be allowed to do this Okay. The idea is that right, right, right. This people pre-ordered this game. Right. They, they, they were made, really excited about it. They made millions of dollars from saying this is what this game will be. And then be. they sold it and everyone's like, this is shit. And, well, like, and well, specifically, this isn't what you said it was going to be. Right. Like if they had just said it's going to be the greatest game in the world, that's an opinion. Yeah. But no, they listed yeah, I see what you're saying. facts yeah. that were not in the game. Man, this game is just getting real. I know. Which so, I think the thing that disappoints me most, most is that... When you first described this game to me, yeah. I was like, that's a video... Like, I don't play a lot of video games yeah. because they take up a lot of time and it's really tough for me yeah. to get around. It's hard enough for me to watch all the things that I want to watch. Yeah. Um, but I was like, that is a game that I would actually want to buy sure. and just keep on my shelf so when I actually have time to play video games, I will want to play that. Yeah. Like, that well, sounds really fun I, to I me. I described it to you the way it was described to the gamers. Right. And it sounds impossible. Amazing. Yeah, it sounds great. It, it sounds, sounds like it'll go on forever. It, and sounds, just... it sounds like it's not possible almost. Yeah. Like as if they just said a bunch of things 
that couldn't possibly be true just to get me to buy the game. <laughs> almost, yeah. Al- it's almost like that. Almost. But not quite. So Elon Musk announced his his timeline and his system uh-huh. for having us colonize Mars. Oh, really? Yeah. This, this is just happened, I think today or yesterday. Really? Yeah. There's there's a two-hour presentation you can check out if you want on YouTube. Um, 30 minutes of it is like weird. It's just a picture of the, right. the logo for 20 minutes at the beginning and then at the end for like 10 minutes. Uh, I don't know what that's about. I imagine it's like they just taped it and they didn't know how to crop it, so they just... Is it a lot? Was it like a kind of like the Apple keynote where they just like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so like it's probably a like they just put it on. Right. Exactly. It was a live feed, and right. they're just so, like, so you get about an, an hour and a half of, of of the actual um, presentation. Right. I would say about an hour of that is him talking, and about thirty minutes is of him stammering awkwardly. Uh, Listen, the guy's gonna colonize Mars, and you're gonna get up his ass for <laughs> stammering awkwardly on stage. But it's pretty interesting. He's got a lot of really cool ideas. If you're into science, check that. Sort I of thing really out. am. I got to tell you, I I am. Uh, you know, as I've said on this podcast, I, I grew up watching Star Trek, yeah. and so that really inspired me about the stars and about space, and I've always been fascinated by it. But I also, again, because I grew up on Star Trek as yeah. opposed to Star Wars, right. Star Trek is a much more optimistic view of the human capacity. Well, and it's also about exploration. And it's about exploration. And so, you, you know, I grew up with this feeling of going out and trying to further ourselves as a species. And I've always said... I had an argument with with a girl in in college about whether or not we should go to Mars. I mean, this this argument has been around. Whether we should. Yes. No. And I know. And your reaction is my reaction too. <laughs> is that it's not why? Her thing was why should we go to Mars? We have so many things on this planet that we could put that money into, such as disease and famine and. And, and not whatever. one of them is going to keep the sun from exploding. Right. <laughs> but we should, why don't we put our money into that instead of putting our money into going to Mars? Mm-hmm. And this is my argument to everyone. And yes, it's kind of a hippy dippy argument, sure. but I'm going to say it. Um, and for those of you who are really big nerds, I'm slightly stealing from Aaron Sorkin, oh. but I'm going to say it anyway. We go to Mars because Mars is next. That's just what it is. We, when we were cavemen, we came out of the caves and we explored the land. And when we got done with the land, we explored the seas. And when we got done with the seas, we went to the air. And when we got done with the air, we looked at the moon and we said, that's what next. And when we got to the moon, he turned to his right and he saw the earth. And then he turned to his left and he saw Mars and he says, that's what's next. That's what's next. We are a human, the human species is a species of explorers. Well, I think Neil deGrasse Tyson as well was one who was quoted as well as saying that, you know, we say it's impossible to travel, first of all, faster than the speed of light or or even to the end of our solar system. But it was also impossible to travel from continent to continent a hundred years ago. Yeah. Or or more than that. It was impossible to fly through the air at some point. And now we do it on a regular basis. Well, that was something else Elon Musk covered in this uh, this speech as well, in this presentation. He said... Said, you know, it's interesting. Um, you can go online right now and buy a plane ticket from LA to Vegas right. for $43. Yeah. And like, think about that 50 years ago. Yeah. That'd be, it would blow your fucking mind. Yeah. It would so, be unbelievable. So he, he, part of the speech was him talking about the cost and the cost is actually pretty low considering he, the whole thing was about him and his team Considering NASA, we're going to Mars. Well, colonizing. He, yeah. He averaged, I think, 200,000 people living on Mars uh, by whatever time he didn't actually give like a solid timeline right but the idea was sending four people at a time yeah. until you get like 200 Listen, people if he came to to us and said uh we're gonna colonize mars and the cost is gonna be four quadrillion dollars it was in, i'd still say that's a steal because we're gonna colonize mars it was in the billions i think it, re- that's it really was great wasn't, that's yeah. half the price exactly yeah so he goes through in the speech every single component of getting there providing right. food providing water providing oxygen um yeah. how much what what kind of fuel you need to give you the best lift off yeah um what the materials need to be made out of and he goes through every single thing and figures out the cheapest way to make all of them correctly yeah the other thing i'll say about it is do you know how many and i don't mean you specifically no i do mean you Maybe name I, them now all right, all right what are they? do you know how many um things that we have gotten in the private sector uh technology wise and invention wise yeah. just from the, having the space program because they invented something yeah. that they had to 37 yeah that's how many yeah that's exactly right <laughs> 
Um, no, there's so many things that have been inspired. Computers. Com- com- yeah. The thing that you're that we're recording our voices on yeah. and putting it into and then sending it out to you dipshits. Yeah. I don't know why I'm getting mad at you, but I am. I'm just assuming that the girl who I had a fight with in college is listening right now. <laughs> out of spite. Out of spite. So I'm going to, listen, I'm not talking to every, everybody, but I'm going to aim it at this one girl who is probably not listening, but I hope is. What the fuck was I saying? Oh, this, com- no, this listen, device. Dipshit. Okay. This device that I'm recording my voice into. Pointing at your face. I'm pointing at my own face. <laughs> <laughs> the, this device that I'm recording my voice into and then sending it out to you and then you took it off of one device exactly like it and putting it in your ear in a telephonic device that is just the same as the thing that you got it off of. It all comes from the fact that we went to the moon. That we went to space. All right. You also, I think Velcro was invented for this too. That's true, and Tang. Yeah, but you know what's crazy is that this device is stronger than the computer. It, it does. It it has more uh, hard drive space. Yeah. It has more RAM. Yeah. And it has a better processor yep. than any computer that NASA used to get us into space. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And so think I don't about know, what we can do now. I know, and that's what I'm saying is that they're like, what are the what are the um, positive influence of it? And you're like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know yet. When I get there, I'm going to find out because eventually the stuff we use to get to Mars is going to get outdated and they're going to – and NASA is going to have a garage sale or something yeah. like they usually do. And I'm just like, here, here's all this stuff we don't use anymore. Well, here's an idea it's gonna too. It's going to blow our minds. There's, there's tons and tons of natural water on Mars yeah. in the form it's frozen. of ice. Yeah. yeah. The hardest part about Mars right now, it's not even that there's no oxygen or the atmosphere. The hardest part about Mars is the temperature. Yeah. Because it's below freezing. You can't really grow anything. Exactly. I mean, the other thing that they've said about that's hard about going to Mars isn't going to Mars. We can get there. It's getting back. Because they have enough fuel to get there. Mm -hmm. Because you just fire off your rockets and you can coast there. Right. For all all that matters. And then you land. But the problem is, how do you pack enough fuel for the ride home. Yeah. And so they're explore one of the ideas they've come up with is can we take all of this ice that is there pack it into something and cause some sort of steam reaction mm. to fire it off, you know? Idea. And that's but if we can crack that code, yeah. You don't think that's going to have that, that's going to influence technology in some sort of way? Well, We're going to have steam powered car. If we can steam power a rocket to fire off of Mars and get us right. back to Earth, we can steam power a fucking toyota yeah and stop you know what i mean and yeah. and save the the environment that way it's yeah, just no, yeah. that's true i th- one of the things that elon musk talked about as well was that very idea of how do we get back um he came up with an interesting idea because he said you know if you you've got basically two methods right now of space flight one is wings and the other is suicide <laughs> <laughs> oh actually i have some stuff just about that blow your brains that's gonna out be pretty funny yeah um, oh i'm sure yeah. i can't imagine but uh but uh he said there's you know wings right and then there's parachute so if you parachute, you kind of don't really have a way back, right? Right. Um, and if you have wings, you have to have an atmosphere, which Mars doesn't really. It has to have be the same atmosphere. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Have, you also have to have a um, landing strip, which Mars certainly doesn't. Yeah. So, although I mean, it is a desolate planet. So, right. If but you find not, the right spot, it's a landing strip. Sort of. Yeah. Not if you want to fly back. Well, no. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So the idea that he came up with is um, reverse repulsion. That you fly off in one direction, and then when you make it to your destination, either you spin it around 180 degrees, right. and then ignite again, but low enough so that the gravity can still pull you in, but slower, so the atmosphere doesn't eat up away at your hull, Okay, and then you land in the same position that you launched. Oh, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Or you, um, put, you put a second set of, of jet... Uh, jet um, engine project, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. On the other side, right? Although that one doesn't seem to work. Well, that's well. Th- that's what they're saying is like, yeah. how do we get? That's a lot of trans because once you put the two things of fuel mm. on it, now you have to just. It's it's one of those like spiraling things. It's like okay, so we have we have so much weight, yeah. so we have to pack so much fuel on there to lift off that weight. Now we're going to put two more things of jet fuel on right. there, which means we have to increase the jet fuel. 
to lift it off even more. Correct. But if we, it's, yeah, but then if we have that much fuel, then we got to have this, blah, 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 blah. The last part of this story too is I want to talk about the questions because they had like a question and answer round. Okay. And you could see the spark in Elon Musk's eyes of like, he was communicating this beautiful, hopeful idea and it just vanishes to immediately. A bunch of oh man. Yeah. They're all terrible. Every single person there. There, there are a couple people there who are who are from like legitimate news sources, right? And they don't give a shit about this, right? They're like, my a, editor made me kill right. Me. Yeah, they've got a question that they were told to ask, and then there are people from illegitimate news sources. Um, <laughs> we're like, where do you think they keep the aliens on Mars? Almost exactly. Yeah. There was the first question. There were a couple questions that were really ballsy, and a couple answers that were really ballsy. Nice. One of the first questions was who will be these people who are elected to go first? Who will be obviously we should send someone who, of high importance to Bruce go, right? Willis. Sure. Yeah. I mean you need drillers. <laughs> ben Affleck. You need drillers in space. Yep. So the answer was, um, honestly, Set, the first ship that goes into space is going to be really for for this purpose is going to be really dangerous. I mean, the probability of death is really high, so we'd have to find somebody who's okay with dying. Well, the other thing <laughs> is like, no, you don't send your best and brightest on the right. first ship. You're going to kill everybody. Right. What are you crazy? Exactly. Let's re- gather up the smartest minds and the most you know and the bravest yeah, the souls. President of put the United him, yeah, States. Put him in the fucking challenger. In, yeah, he's going to be the first one up uh, in the space. What are you insane? Yeah. Jeez. So he was like, yeah, he's like, yeah, we're gonna. Round up and find the evilest people in the world. <laughs> yeah. Say congratulations. Yeah. Gonna send Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, in space. you're gonna be like, listen, here's the deal. We're gonna round up Charles Manson. It's the Suicide Squad. And Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, it's the Space <laughs> Suicide Squad. I pay to see that movie. I would. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer, fucking whoever's in charge yeah. of ISIS and Al Qaeda, and be like, here's the deal. You are terrible people. We are gonna launch you into space in the first ship ever to go to Mars. Maybe. If you make it and you come back. You will come back heroes of the human race, and maybe all of your sins will be erased. But we will still imprison but, you forever. <laughs> but if you don't make it, then eh, no big loss. Yeah, no harm you know no what I mean? Like, that's yeah. what you do. Right. One of the other questions was about... Uh, one of the ballsy questions yeah. was... Um, we're talk. We've talked about uh, interplanetary movement. Yes. When are we going to connect countries? When will you hire a person from outside of the United States? And Wait, it was what? like it was like a personal dig at him for not hiring. He evidently for his team at NASA, yeah. NASA, NASA what? has not hired someone who is not an American citizen. Right. And he, but was, isn't he? No, he, he is he even in NASA? Doesn't he run SpaceX? SpaceX, or? yes. Yeah. But he he, I believe it's either funded. He he referenced NASA a lot. Pri- well, I'm sure he works hand in hand because yeah. his is famous for being the first private company that goes to space um but uh but his division whatever uh which by the way spacex sounds like something out of a sci-fi movie that would be the first company to privatize space see it sounds to me like it sounds like an evil company it sounds no it sounds to me like a porn parody of apollo 13 hmm anyway also i'd watch that yes with tom hanks with yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh so she asked that question oh stop Okay. Tom Hanks was in Apollo 13 with Kevin Bacon. We're done. We're done with it. I get it. And we got it out of the way. I'm just happy you did it. I was oh, going to forget. It's the only time I'll ever do it just to get this, that stupid ass That was really away. good. Yeah. All right. Go I'm on. happy with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck was I saying? Oh, right. So she yeah. asked that question about um, hiring people. And he was like, "It's a, look, it's not up to me. It's against the law for me to hire people for <laughs> something like this that they would have like... Basically, military secrets. Yeah, it's against law for me to hire someone with a visa. You know, like I, it has to be someone with a green card. I think if somebody asked me that question, I think you know what? I'm gonna go back to this question and say the first person to go in the ship is gonna be me because I need to get off this stupid. They asked if he wanted to. You stupid idiots. They asked if he wanted to, and he was like, "Nah, I'd like to see my kids grow up." (laughs) Really, that's amazing. Awesome. Um, But the last question that I want to talk about. Someone from funnierdie.com. Brilliant. I love that they have actual journalistic credibility. Man, they tried. He started this question and it it the the exposition of this question was so long that Elon Musk interrupted him and said, We need questions, not speeches. Can you please get to the question? That's awesome. So he started with, Hi, I'm a journalist from Funny or Die, the comedy news source founded by Will Farrell. It's online right now. We recently did a thing with Hillary Clinton and Zach Galifianakis that ended up getting a lot of and just like on and on and on. Right. 
And eventually his question was, and I don't know if I should, I'll preface this with, okay. it was clearly just to get a joke. In. Right. He said, we clearly need to send, we need to take a public vote, that's a vote across the entire country, right. and we need to vote on who the most expendable person in America is to send in a spaceship up to Mars, and that person I vote is Michael Sarah. And that was his whole question. I was like, you are a representative think, of the American science. Ha- I, I think he doesn't work for Funny or Die. I think he wants a job at Funny or Die and was hoping that would land him a job Man, at Funny or Die. It was, it was I guess what? Rough. I vote for the Die department. You could just see he just glazed. Elon Musk like, was just like, I'm on. not in this room anymore. He's he like, actually I'll answered put you in one He of actually those. answered a different question. Like the guy said, so let's say you're, you know, you're sending people up and they're never coming back, right? right? They're gone forever. And he interrupted and was like, "Oh, that's not the case actually. We're going to have people going and coming back all the time." Right. And then he continued to his stupid awful joke. And Elon Musk instead, after he said, "I vote it should be Michael Sarah." He was like, "Well, um, you know, actually what's interesting is uh, we found that when we when we started populating America, uh, colonizing America, when we sent people over, people didn't want to go if they didn't think they could come back. But as soon as you said you can come back anytime you want, people moved there and never went back. So like, that's interesting. If we tell people they've got a free ride home, because that's the thing, he wants to. The reason it lands, the ship lands a certain way, is because it's going to take back off and go home and pick right. up more people and then bring them to Mars. Yep. So the ship's going back anyway. If you want to leave, get on. We're going. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, you get a free ticket back. It's leaving whether you're on it or not. So we might as well. I'm going. You going? No. All right. Fair enough. No. I, I will be long dead by the time they perfect that enough for me to be comfortable with it. But maybe my kids, 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 kids to get away from the global warming. Hmm. My last piece of news. Yes. Oh, it's, it's even a, better than going to Mars. It's a Andrew's going to say I was right about something. Maybe. No, I was yet, right about something. It is something. yet to be confirmed. No, I was right about something. You're gonna, you're just gonna piss your pants with joy. I mean, don't I always? <laughs> Zack Snyder, yeah, recently posted a picture on Twitter of him doing some storyboard art for Justice League. Uh huh. And somebody, it's from a weird angle, like it's really at like a, a just really stark angle. It's hard to see what he's drawing. God, but I hope somebody I can remember what thing I said that I'm right about. But Keep going. somebody on Reddit, I think, uh-huh. was able to enhance. They they looked at it. It was on his tablet, uh-huh. and they were were able somehow to enhance it and and recalibrate it so it looked like a regular picture of four panels, and it is a panel containing someone who is bald and another man who is who is carrying a katana and uh-huh. has an eye patch on. What are you doing? Where are you going? Booyah! Suck it, Andrew. Suck it long and suck it hard. <laughs> You mother... Yeah, baby! Okay, but I think this is going to be a post credit nope, scene. Nope, stop. Just stop your talk. It doesn't matter. post credits is part of the movie. Kiss my ass. Oh, I'm so... Oh, I'm so good at this. Good. Yes! Oh, it feels so good! I'm glad I made your day. Oh, yeah. Can we wrap this up? I need a cigarette. Good lord. All right. All right! It's going to do it for the news. Where can they find us, Andrew? Oh, God. I'm never prepared for this. Where can't they find us? Uh, I think Twitter. Twitter? Where think, are we at on Twitter? We're uh, at Media Lunch Break. That's our name. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're Is also, there a the in that? No. Or just there was at go- Media there was, Lunch Break? It's at Media Lunch Break. There was going to be a the, but they only have a certain amount of characters. For so enough. unlike Twitter. Uh, and you can also find us at TheMediaLunchBreak.com. You can find us on Patreon.com slash TheMediaLunchBreak. You can find us on YouTube. We still don't have a URL. Just search us. Yeah, just search us. It comes up. I've done it a million times. I'm the only person who gives us any listens. <laughs> we're also on SoundCloud.com yes, slash the Media Lunch Break. And most importantly, we're on iTunes, iTunes and uh, Google Play Music. Yes. Uh, if you see us on iTunes, give us a little subscribe. Give us a little review. Give us five stars. I mean, you could give us one star, but why be an ass yeah, about I, it? Well, I would say just be honest. Just, uh, I guess that's Listen, fair. if you have a problem, write it on the back of a $20 bill, mail it to us, and we'll never do it again. Yep, that's a good deal to me. Um, also, I think we have a, do we have an email account, Gmail? Yes, it's themedialunchbreak at gmail.com. There you go. I gotta start writing these down. Yeah. But as long as you remember how many we have, we I'm have sure Patreon, we'll make it through it. We have Twitter, we have uh, Gmail, we have iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Google Play Music. Google Play Music. The website. The website. And is that eight things? Good God. It is eight things. Well, we're just all over this stuff. And you know how we were able to do it? Because we went to space, you dummies.
All right, that's going to do it for us. Yeah. yeah bye, everybody. Bye.